Introduction This is a book of remarkable real-life experiences. This is also a book about owls. Owls seem to play a shadowy role in the UFO contact experience. They also show up in relation to highly charged events, like synchronicities, ancient archetypes, dreams, shamanic initiation, magic, psychedelic hallucinations, spiritual transformation, and death. I explored the owl and its connection with these divergent ideas in The Messengers, my first book on UFOs. That book was also my own story of how owls played a role in my life. It was an exploration into the deeply personal questions that arose from my contact experiences. The process of creation was a journey of transformation, and I was a different person when the book was completed. Within the nearly 400 pages of The Messengers, I repeatedly asked, Why owls? The question is simple. The answer is not. The owl is a symbol. It's much more than just a bird with big eyes. It represents something in the darkness, just beyond what we know in our conscious minds. It's a red flag forcing me to pay attention, a clue to look deeper. Again, why owls? On a purely intellectual level, I don't know. Yet my gut feeling gives me a glimpse into some possible answers. Here are four ideas on what owls might mean, each of which are followed up with another question. Number one. Owls are alarm clocks. The simplest answer would be that they are here to wake us up. But wake us up to what? Number two. Owls are an archetype. They are a symbol, an image stored deep within the human genetic memory bank. It says if there's a hidden meaning locked away within our grand shared consciousness, and the owl is a key. We think in symbols, and the owl is touching us on that level. And this deeper knowing goes back to the dawn of man. But what is this hidden archetypal meaning? Number three, owls are here to announce initiation. An initiation is a ritual, like a young Catholic receiving the Eucharist during their first Holy Communion. Owls often seem to show up just before the arrival of a UFO, as if to announce an impending ritual. Religious scholars would argue that the initiation rites are metaphoric of a profound change within the initiate, but the true believer wouldn't see the initiation as a metaphor. The change would be entirely real. But, an initiation into what? Number four. Owls are a totem of the transformational experience. Seeing a UFO can transform someone. I have also spoken to people who have had owl sightings at such highly charged moments that it transformed their lives. But, a transformation into what? These four answers to the question, why owls are elusive, each are dancing around the same underlying mystery. Many people have told me that they've had an owl experience that is somehow tied into a spiritual awakening. It's a call to wake up, to pay attention, and to look within. The owl is telling us to confront the deepest part of ourselves. It's a summons to transform our soul. After immersing myself so deeply in this subject, I am now at the point where I see owls and UFOs as the same thing. Both are eerily silent in flight, and both have the power to change people's lives. 
the act of writing The Messengers was monumental. At its core, that book was just a collection of stories. The challenge was how to convey the elusive quality of what people had shared with me. I am proud of the ideas that unfolded in that book, yet at the same time it was heartbreaking to have to edit down so many amazing stories in a way that would serve the reader. There were accounts that had such a powerful scope, but it was impossible to fit those in the manuscript. This follow-up book is meant to be a companion, a place that allows for these important stories to be told more completely. Each chapter in this book focuses on a personal experience, and these accounts have two things in common, an owl and a UFO, and more often multiples of each. Beyond that, they all share a mood, with similar qualities of emotion and mystery. Anne Streber, the late wife of author Whitley Streber, had a simple way of evaluating the truth of a UFO report. She said, If it's not weird, I don't trust it. She called this her BS detector, and I've taken her words to heart. The stories in this book are not straightforward. They are weird. The details are mixed up and confusing. People are experiencing a collision of overlapping events that leave them baffled, and synchronicities are spilling over like an unattended sink. From my research, as well as my personal experiences, it's a mistake to dismiss a story with this kind of disorder. Instead, the more complicated the interwoven details, the more valid it seems. This chaos is a sign to trust the event as legitimate. I've described this frenetic pattern as the paradox syndrome. Too much, too messy, and too confusing. I don't understand the why or how, but all the disparate threads must tie into some core source. The challenge is how to follow these threads without getting lost in the mayhem. These are stories without a conclusion. If you read this book with an eye to an answer, you'll end up wanting. It might be better to imagine each account as a fable, shared around a campfire. Lying on the forest floor, under a sky of infinite stars, as mankind has done throughout the ages, and listening to a story. Author Jeffrey Kripal has described the difficulties of his work. Like myself, he's been in contact with a lot of people who tell of anomalous experiences, and he said something that I understand in my bones. Here's what he said. This is the thing about this material. You think you've heard the last strange thing, and then it gets stranger. What the debunker thinks is that, no, if we just had enough information, it would all make sense and all the strangeness would go away. But my experience with these folks is exactly the opposite. The more they tell you, the weirder it gets. Part of the reason is that they don't quite trust you in the beginning, and they'll only tell you sort of the surface of the story. And then they'll tell you a little more and a little more. And the more they tell you, the stranger it gets. It does not make more sense. It makes less sense. And I think that this is important. I think this is part of the phenomena, that it's absurd, and that it's meant to confuse us. And I think that when we look for it to make sense, we are going down the wrong path, because it doesn't. The tales that unfold in these pages are confusing, as if they are leading us into the darkness. But perhaps there is a deeper meaning, a second story playing out below the waterline, one that presents a hidden set of clues. Put simply, 
this book conveys a challenge. It will be difficult to understand these stories using only your mind, yet a deeper truth might emerge if you listen with your heart. The owl can fly into the darkness, something that would have been magical to our ancestors. This became a metaphor for traveling to other realms. They would pass into the land of the dead in the kingdom of the gods and return with a message. Mythologies arose out of the owl's ability to see into the night. The ancient stories were of gods and monsters, each with a lesson for our forefathers. I've come to see the modern UFO account as a newer version of that outdated folklore. These same stories are rising up, needing to be expressed. I am convinced that the source of our mythologies remains alive and the owls are still performing their vital role. Messages are still being delivered. This book is my attempt to share these timeless stories. Mike Cleland, 2017